right, guys, this is season two, episode four. Here we go. This is fucking lit. <laughs> uh, we've got this. Hope everyone's having a great week. We're having an amazing evening right now. Yeah. Beers on tap. The boys are in the in testosterone tower. Shut and we're up. ready to record. Shut up. I love how much you psych yourself up. How is everyone? How was everyone? How was your week, Harvey? My week's good. Uh, back to work this week. Yeah. Fantastic. Just cleaning. Do you know if you're going to be working when you reopen next week? Yeah. Outside? I'm working outside. I won't be outside. I'll be on the bar nice and warm, but everyone else will be outside in the freezing cold. Um, it's going to be weird. I think business everywhere is going to be all weather dependent. Yeah. Yeah, well, definitely. Especially if we're in England, it fucking rains a lot, snows a lot. Well, I can say I got home Monday morning, uh, Tuesday morning, and there was snow on my drive. Yeah. After yeah. like a, a weekend of like proper nice sunny weather. Literally, I was disgusting. I was, I was sunbathing on the Sunday, and on the Monday, uh, it was snowing. Yeah, hottest day of the year, last week, last yeah. Tuesday, and then a week later it snows. Climate change, fucking mad, weird. isn't real. It's a myth. <laughs> uh, joking it clearly is real uh. pick up your litter <laughs> stop uh, using straws yeah how about you James how's my week been yeah how are your legs after last night for those, of you, that, for those of you that don't know me and Edgy were playing football last night in crew that's kicked off again so yeah it was good I uh, thought I put a good performance in for the team got a three points <laughs> no you didn't uh, you lost <laughs> <laughs> no it's not very competitive but no. we have a laugh um, no, it was really good to to be able to do that again, and it made me realise how much I missed it. You know, really? Just, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Just just getting getting together with the lads and just doing something like that mm. is, is is something. It's one of the things like it feels like the you know, uh, school playground, isn't it? A yeah, bit. secondary school. You just go out and whack Literally. a ball about for a bit. It's not it's not like something you really really love, but it's like yeah. It, it's, it's part of my routine and, and, and now it's back it, it's, it's good sounds good mate I shit at football I hate football I think football's fucking wank <laughs> however you, I will never forget you going full Monty in Santee full St George flag on your cheek England shirt on <laughs> giving it the full beans when those penalties went in against Columbia and Harvey was loving it Don't he even was yeah. loving it he was, oh, that never was seen good. anyone more passionate. Feeling the vibes right there. So for someone who hates football, you did quite well yeah. there. That was, oh. I think we should just go into that a bit. Should we get tell, that, tell into... that story? So it was 2018. <laughs> we were in Zanti. Yeah, the was infamous. Five, so, so long ago. Five now. of us? Three years ago. Three right? years ago, disgusting. Five, yeah, five yeah, of us. Yeah, five yeah. of us. We booked a table at this bar to watch England in the World Cup against... Uh, Columbia mm. packed full of Brits <laughs> we'd gone to town in the day to get pick up cheap 10 euro England fake England shirts <laughs> yeah, at yeah. any shop we could find <laughs> oh yeah I got a, a Harry Kane shirt for £10 it's quality um, and then we we turned up to this place they painted England flags on our face got uh, a big thing what like they're called a, you'll know what they're called of. I don't know what they're called the best way to describe them is fucking what was it like? Ten Joke? pints in one. Giant glass bowl. <laughs> yeah, beer. fifty. <laughs> yeah, fifty euros for on. I don't know, like ten pints of, yeah. of beer, of Peroni, I think it was. Yeah. Cigars, um, um, cheap, 
flavoured cigars. Super <laughs> shit, green <laughs> cigars. Yeah. yeah. And obviously we won on penalties. I think it was Pickford that made the final save to to get us through. Or was it? No, Dyer scored. Oh yeah, Dyer. Dyer. Pickford saved and then Dyer scored. And that, what a whirlwind of emotions I was. Oh my God. I was hugging strangers that I'd never seen in my life. Uh, we won and then I powered out into the street, rang my dad and did shed a tear. <laughs> Most, most battered I've ever been in my life still to this day is that night that was the fucking oh the scenes everyone was going fucking mental that night I've got a story from that night so I was I think that was the drunkest I'd been on that holiday oh yeah I yeah. remember I think I just drank too fast or I prayed too hard or something was wrong but I was bladdered <laughs> you were and, very bladdered um, these guys had to call me a taxi take me back to the hotel something about midnight I had to, I had to wave it down in the in the middle of the strip I was waving down yeah. this taxi my friend down here <laughs> <laughs> so when I get to the hotel with the uh, taxi man he said I don't know whatever it was 10 euros yeah pulled my wallet I had nothing in my wallet I had no money in my oh, wallet oh I know yeah, yeah. and um, he said uh, he sort of waved over the guy, the security guard or the receptionist whoever he said okay it's fine you can just put it on your room and we'll charge you at the end he said okay great he said what's your room number he said fuck me I don't know <laughs> I couldn't think to a life I was that drunk couldn't think to be life in the room I just said a random number so I think I said like 98 and he says okay great yeah we'll just put that on 98 sound he said fucking sound what's my room 87 on the door <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we didn't, I didn't know that you you told me about that two years after that's like that was brilliant so some poor sod in room 98 when they're checking out oh you've got a 10 euro taxi bill yeah. at midnight on this night hey <laughs> just half bladdered that was a fucking brilliant night though uh, me and Tom former co-host Tom uh, got lost from Edgy and Owen the other what two I people remember, there because I came because you guys came back so late I came back obviously earlier so I woke up early I woke up quite early and then I just remember seeing a massive pile of sick with prawns in it yeah. right in front of my bedroom door. So me and Tom had got a taxi oh, back fuck, yeah. after one too many headfuckers. That's, that was the name of the actual drink. <laughs> headfuckers. And did they, boy, did they work. They worked. Um, can't remember getting a taxi back, but apparently we fell asleep on the, the, uh, the sunbeds outside the room because yeah, we were locked out. Because me and Owen got back before you. Owen locked in obviously didn't leave the door unlocked and you guys had to sleep on the sunbeds and Tom threw up <laughs> on the sunbed and it was all in the cracks of it, it was fucking vile yeah, Cleaner wasn't too happy no she wasn't, she oh, wasn't well. at all she wasn't happy with us anyway for smashing the cacti every time we came <laughs> oh, down those, <laughs> every time we came down the stairs one of us would just <laughs> twat it <laughs> twat this cacti I think I wrote when we left, it's coming home or something on the, on the uh, yeah, wrote it with a stick or something no wonder every European country hates us. <laughs> yeah, really literally. Typical Brits. They need us, though. All of us in England shirts. Beer. Yeah, it was chaos, that high street that night. Oh, Everyone, it was English and just screaming, it's coming home. Police had to come out, get a bit rowdy. How did we even get to that? That was you just telling the story, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, just before we, I think, get onto my topic of the week, just like to say, quick bit of doom and gloom. Um... Oh, who was it? So, rest in peace to... I forget his name, which is awful. So I, don't, I never really watched this show. So I right. never... you, you said the other two, and then while we get to the third one, I'll Google it. 
You've watched Friday Night Dinner. I know you have. What's his name? Paul something. I don't know. But Paul he's... Ritter. Paul Ritter. Rest in peace to Paul Ritter, who passed away this week. I think he was like just over 50 as well. Um, 50 brain tumor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He was most known, well known for Friday Night Dinner. Yeah, but you... also, I found out he was in Chernobyl. Anyone who's watched Chernobyl, I don't know if you've seen that. Chernobyl. Chernobyl, I say. Chernobyl. Yeah, Okay. You know what I mean. That Chernobyl. show, that show, Chernobyl. He was in that as well, which I didn't know. Yeah, absolute scenes in that. Mm. Great actor. Mm. He was in uh, Harry Potter, Half Blood Prince, apparently. Yeah, probably. Tiny appearance, but I think every British actor's in Harry Potter somewhere. Somewhere they are. So rest in peace to him, and also rest in peace to DMX, who literally I saw passed away today on the way to recording this. Mm. Um, 50 years old of a yeah, heart attack a, and a stroke yeah, drug overdosing on um, Saturday yeah what what drug was it don't know well, I don't know he, he, yeah don't know but rest in peace to him absolute and, king rest in peace and also rest in peace to Prince Philip who died today at 99 R.I.P that's a big one yeah that is that's a big, a big one, one yeah. for this country not that I'm I mean, he was 99. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean... We, knew, we all... Just not to sound horrible, but yeah. we all knew. He's been in, in and out of hospital, hasn't he, for weeks now, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Yeah. It was his time. It was his time. We all have our time, and it was definitely his. It's just a shame and he could never Royal get... Royal Healthcare yeah. definitely provi- prolonged that time. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Actually, I'm not going to say that, but yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, which m- made me think... Has there ever been for you two a celebrity, either in the past or one in the future, that you think will actually like um, emotionally affect you and yeah, get to you? James, what are you thinking? Um, for me, it would have to be um, David Attenborough. Oh, that's a big one. Because I've I've watched him since I was a kid. Um, I still love him to this day, you know, the yeah. amount he's done for, for you know, p- people of our generation and, and building an understanding. You know, he's one of the, one of the people in his generation that is very open-minded about the future. And I think, you know, a lot of people he's his age... He's one of age, those people as well you, you won't be able to replace. Like exactly. You see all these amazing shows that he, that he produces, that he narrates, something like that. You're not going to be able to find someone to just, like, stick like okay we'll, well find another person to that will not be that's the thing that at all. no no what the nature programs come close to david attenborough you know his voice is iconic and it'll take years for another for someone else to be as established as he is um and he already and, admits that he hasn't got long left and it's just heartbreaking yeah. when he says that it is well. yeah it is. Is he? he is 90s yeah he's, he's like 94 yeah. jesus same age as the queen same age as queen and he's still pushing so hard to get the message across against climate change. And the sad yeah. thing is, I don't think people are going to listen. Even doing speeches at Glastonbury, like coming on stage and making speeches. Mm. Mm. I think what he's done, though, is he's he's made more of an impact than 90% of people have on oh, the absolutely. matter. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think the people in power, I don't know, I don't think they give a toss. I think it's moving in the right direction. Like The fact that... Um, the manufacturing of electric vehicles, uh, of um, petrol and diesel vehicles, is going to be stopped in the UK by 2030. 
that's a huge move. You know, all these big companies have been forced into having to go into the electric vehicle market and, you know, that's one thing. And I'm sure... Sad state of affairs with petrol heads. Things all... Yeah. Yeah. But, well, you can still... thing is, if it's not manufactured... Yeah, I know. So, you know, you can still run the old things. But it's just... Yeah. I, I understand and it had to happen, but it's going to be sad. It is yeah. slightly sad to think no more petrol and diesel cars after 2030 in this country yeah. are going to be made. So we've got, what, nine years left? Oh of petrol and diesel cars being made just i don't know well um i saw i saw an interview elon musk um on the joe rogan podcast and he was saying it, what he thinks should be done is they should just introduce carbon tax so if a company is producing a certain amount of carbon or producing um a product which produces carbon they get taxed a certain amount on it so mm. it's actually more affordable for them to do it the renewable way. And he said that would eliminate the problem instantly. If it was more affordable for them to do it renewably, then they would do it that way. But that's just not the case at the minute. Right. Anyway. Here's what <laughs> went off on a tangent. <laughs> um, no one in the past has really got to me, but I think the David Asper's a good shout. Um, but I'm not 100% sure but I know for a fact when either one of the Top Gear presenters dies the originals that will have me I'll be yeah I'll be done yeah so James May James Richard Allen Jeremy Clarkson yeah. when one of them goes I think Clarkson will be first to go yeah do you think he's yeah. the oldest looking I think he's 60 but he's the oldest looking 60 year old I've ever seen in my life Richard Hammond might go in a fucking crash you know? that is true that is true and also Clarkson's a fucking stubborn prick <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think it'll take a while to kill him off maybe but uh, his hell I think it's I don't know but when one of them goes I'll definitely see that he's returning to uh, Top Gear for one episode what after the death of oh I've seen uh, no, the death of the female race car driver. Sabine so yeah. they did a tribute passing present hosts i've watched that the three of them yeah the three of them did like a little tribute it wasn't really yeah it was nice to see but when one of those three dies that'll be me because i've watched them similar to how you said for david attenborough my whole childhood has been watching that like and as i've grown up watching that show um, from top gear to the grand tour and yeah just watch my whole pretty much my whole life watching them so when one of them goes i think i'll be in bits mm. probably <laughs> what about probably. you how you of? Uh, for me, it was last year actually, because um, I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> uh, Chadwick Boseman. Who's that? Oh, okay. The oh, guy was, uh, played uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. That's had, an interesting one. Yeah, he had uh, colon cancer for four years. Yeah. While filming. And he hit it. Yeah. While yeah. filming a ridiculous amount of films, stuff like all the Marvel films that he did. Um, I thought he only did Black Panther. No, he did Black Panther, uh, Captain America, Civil War, Avengers, Infinity oh. War, Avengers Endgame. I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, it's crazy. That got to you, did it? That got to me. got to say, that got to me. And he just won a uh, Oscar for, I can't remember what film it was. Must have been Black Panther. No, it wasn't. It was, was it not. It was one that he, it was one that he filmed before obviously he died. That was released this year. Hmm. I forgot the name of the film, but it did he did win, uh, best performance. 
for an actor in a leading role. Fair play to him. He got a lot of, I know before he died, he got a lot of abuse. Like, if we're not, I don't know if abuse is the right word. But it was, by the it, way, he looked, wasn't it? He looked really, pe- really Yeah, pictures thin. of him looking really skinny and thin and yeah. old and f- these faceless Twitter accounts with no picture of themselves and just, yeah, coming out and saying shit just for the sake of it. Like, you don't know what's going on behind this man's life. And he comes out and he passes away of colon cancer. How awful would you feel if you were the, one of those people like berating him in the comments? Yeah. Like, you chat and shit on Twitter. Yeah, just chat and shit, just get life. <laughs> uh, another tangent. <laughs> um, that brings me swiftly on, I think, to my wanker of the week. Yes. Speaking Who of wankers. What have you got for us this week? This okay. week was a hard one. Last week was quite easy, but this one I got today. It's a bit of a bit of a joke one, but this week's wank of the week goes to BBC News for not letting Nico Amalana <laughs> into the studios for a fair debate on running uh, of London Mayor. Shame on you. You know they've actually let him in now. Uh, what? Yeah, they have, yeah. That makes my whole <laughs> point redundant. <laughs> no, he's basically he stood out there. I'm guessing he's made a video on it and that'll be coming out soon, but he stood out there for literally two, three days now and they've let him in and, and they're going to interview Oh, I knew it was going to be for a video, but the last time I saw, this is yesterday, I think this, yeah, it was a clip of him saying, BBC News will not let me in. I've been stood out here. <laughs> and, then, and then like Sadiq Khan and all the other uh, candidates are inside debating. So my, yeah, my wanker of the week, that changes things a bit, but it still is BBC News. <laughs> So fuck you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from a little break. You're on fire today, Harv. I am on fire. And Ed- Edgy is fucked off again. Edgy is leaving the room. <laughs> uh, carry on anyway. You, you, right, I us. have a little story. A little to, story to tell. To tell. So this is from my mate. This is a. This is how he injured his neck for two weeks. Oh would, dear. Would he be comfortable with you telling this? He's told me, so he, I've asked him, oh, mate, that's a sick story. Can I tell this on my podcast? And he goes, yeah, go for it. Just don't use my name. So here we go. <laughs> right. So it's, uh, it's kind of like an embarrassing story of how he injured his neck for like two weeks. And um, he didn't break his neck and do anything like that, but he just fucking hurt. So he was lying in bed at home and thought, see right, where this I'm, is going. I'm home alone. I can now yeah. have a wank. Yeah. So he's lying in bed. He loads up. Pornhub. So he's 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 the only uh, thing he's broken is his neck. No, he hasn't broken anything. He hasn't broken his neck. Oh no. Why did I know this was going to involve masturbation though? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> he right. Okay. So he's lying in bed, and um, he starts to have a wank, starts to watch porn, and then um, the crucial part of the story tells me that his house is really really old, and his floorboards just creak like fucking crazy, like, and it will sound like someone's walking down the hall. Yeah. So he's there. He's having his wank. Yeah. He's about to finish. And you know when sometimes when you know you come or oh. whatever like that, you tense up yeah. a little bit? Yeah. yeah. He tensed up the moment he heard that sound of someone walking down the hall. Oh, he no. He freaked out. He sort of like leaned up while he was... <laughs> tensed up his neck. Boom. Headshot. Cramp, cramp in his neck for about 20 minutes straight. And then for the next two weeks, he had pain in his neck constantly could only like move his neck only a slight little bit and then couldn't like stretch it like this Jesus I relate so that, that, so that's that, the first I, I reckon that's the first neck injury involving wanking <laughs> ever yes 
pure coincidence. I relate to his horror of hearing someone, well, thinking you're hearing someone coming. I relate yeah. to that horror, but I can't say I've ever... That's just the worst timing. Yeah, that's horrific timing, because at that point, it's too late to stop, isn't it? You can't really... Yeah. St- well, you, mm, You'd no. freak out. If you're having a wank, you're a dick out, and you think someone's walking down your hall when you know you're home alone. Yeah. Scare the shit out of you. You know, he's still allowed. He just continued though. Do you think if you if you're that close though, do you think anything's stopping you? It's like, you very that, hard. That fucking. It's very hard. In the in the zone that you just like, oh, my fucking nan could walk in right now. And I, well. I need to get this done. <laughs> it is very hard. You do reach a point anywhere. It's like there's no going back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pull out game is impossible now. <laughs> there is that point, yeah. poor lad. Christ. I'm not going to say his name, but no, good. thank you for telling me that. <laughs> uh, moving on. So, what we want to discuss is all three of us are in relationships. We've all been in relationships before. And what I wanted to start discussing is what is the worst argument you've had with either your current girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend? Any takers for first story? Not me. Oh, I'll first. let one of you go first. Right. So mine's petty mine is small it only lasted about an hour so it was all over a garlic crusher <laughs> oh okay uh, yeah so it's shit basically um <laughs> i asked my girlfriend to go a garlic, you, crusher. A garlic crusher so i asked my girlfriend to go by can you get a garlic crusher just because i'm sick of slicing garlic and she goes buys one really cheap one i use it the first day and it breaks and then <laughs> She said, oh, why aren't you using that garlic crusher I got you? I was like, well, because it, it was shit. It broke. <laughs> <laughs> it broke the first time I used it. Did you say shit? <laughs> I think so. Brilliant. And then... Um, and well, just, to be fair, it is shit yeah, if it yeah, broke. Yeah. If it broke the first time. First time, yeah. <laughs> it, shit, though, it, it was shit. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, she said, something along the lines of, uh, oh, next time, buy your own garlic crusher. And then I... <laughs> We've all been there. At that have point, we? I just snapped. I have, yeah. I was stressed just because I cooked like a massive meal. And um, I just snapped. I said something on the lines of... I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. I wasn't blaming you. It's not your fault that you bought a shit garlic crusher. I'm blaming the garlic crusher's fault. <laughs> you oh. always fucking do this. Oh. And I think that was the first time as well I, I like swore at her. <laughs> For something. Such Gross. a posh fucking argument yeah. now. Over, <laughs> over a garlic crusher. Yeah. And um, at that point, she just sort of stormed out of the room. That's, yeah. yeah, that's game yeah. over at that point, mate. As soon and as you lost like, your oh, rag, fuck. as soon as you lost your rag, I bet you knew as well, as soon as you yeah. left, even though you were pissed off, but you knew in your head, oh no, some groveling to do now. But I did like the typical, like, fist down on the counter, thing like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in so, an episode of Hollyoaks like, oh, or something. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Uh, I'd have loved to be a fly on the wall of that. Yeah. Well, like for me, because I I never really, like properly lose my head like that, and in a way, it's I probably maybe should. I've never not seen, not, yeah. not, not I've never seen you mad. Not in the situ- No, not in the situation that I'm in. Obviously, I'm I'm in. A, you know, I haven't argued in the relationship I'm in now. But in the previous one I had, I probably didn't uh, stand up for myself enough. Because, yeah, like like you said, I don't really get that hot-headed. Um, but basically, I'll, r- I'll run you through mine. So, me and uh, this person. 
<laughs> who I was seeing at, at one point. I was supposed to meet her family on a certain day, apparently. Okay. Well, I all I knew I agreed to was was me and her family, but we hadn't agreed mm. a certain date at all. Mm. You know, it, it wasn't like that. Anyway, I had a party that I was supposed to be going to in Manchester. And I said I'd go. And of course, this person had it in, in their head that we were seeing her family this weekend. I had no idea yeah. until literally the day before that this was happening. All I knew was that I, I agreed to obviously to meet them and, and things like that. Um, anyway, I said, but, you know, I've, I've said for a week now that I'm going to this party. And uh, she's like, yeah, but, you know, you're meeting my family. What's more important? I hate that question. <laughs> anyway. 100 huh? 100% party. Well, that's the thing, though. Yeah, you know, large, 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 large. I, I had it in stone that I was going to this party, and I was I was none the wiser that I was supposed to be meeting meeting the family. Um, however, you know, it was my first relationship, and I was a bit of a a, a pushover, mm. and um, yeah, and I I I, I just if I'm honest I fobbed off the plan that I was going to and I, I went about the family Not, don't get me wrong it was it was probably needed to, to keep the relationship on track <laughs> but um, but yeah you know looking back on that now it's, it's ridiculous that I was in that situation I was going to really. say yeah, do you think you did the right thing and what was the pie was this one oh it was um Uh, a friend of ours. I'll I'll tell you after. Okay, yeah, right. You have other friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was mine. So you did the wrong thing in your head. Looking, well, I did back. no, but I in in my looking back, maybe I would have gone to the party, bro. Yeah, like, I would have gone to the party because now I'd say. Oh, thing you is, didn't, know, was difficult, you didn't though. know you were meeting her parents. If you knew you were meeting your parents, it would have been completely different. The, the date was not set in stone, and that, no. that's my opinion. And um, I suppose, I suppose, coming from her point of view, she's told her parents, "Oh, you're gonna meet my boyfriend for the first time," and then you said, "Oh, I'm, no, I'm going to this party." I suppose that would piss her off, but I don't I mean, it's just simple misunderstanding. I just wish I would have probably stuck up for myself a bit more. And if I'm honest, that was a repetitive thing throughout that whole thing. Like I was such a pushover. And um, yeah, nice. But I've learnt from that, and uh, I'm a better man now. <laughs> moving man. on, moving on to coops. I don't know. I think I could bottle this, lads. No, please don't. No, I think I could don't. bottle this. No, you both know it anyway, and I don't know if it's just pure disrespectful to put, I can it, tell it, put it out. No, I don't want you telling <laughs> it, so, especially you. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's right to put it out there. Does it's this... not even that good an argument, is it? It's just it was like a personal thing between two people, and it's not entertaining. Like Harvey, your story was funny. James's was probably very relatable, and I don't know what mine is. It was just a mess. It's just a fucking mess. It's what the people want to hear. The people want the mess. The people may want the mess, but is it respectful to put the mess out there? That's my thinking. Okay. I don't know. Hit your second. Um, I, I can't off the top of my head it's the petty ones for me though that, that why I'm necking the most 
Like yeah. Pe- petty things. I've had many a situation similar to what you just said, Edgy, of um, prior- trying to prioritize or yes. or you feel like, yeah, just second guessing. Do you want to go see your mates that you've already said, you know, you're going to go see or are you going to push over and go? I, I, I must admit, I do, see your missus. I do remember certain situations uh, with you <laughs> where it would piss me off royally. Not not like to the point where I was fuming, but it would grate me a bit when it was a bit repetitive where you would fall, not necessarily fob off, but you you almost say the time that we have as, as mates would almost be reserved. Yeah, it was like a booking process. Yeah, literally. It, was, that, it was very hard to navigate looking back. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things you go through. Yeah, but exactly. It, it was difficult to navigate and led to yeah, a fair few petty arguments. Are you just you don't want to feel like you're torn between two things. No, that's all. Because everyone got on, so it was it was just finding time for both. And when you work full time, especially, or or at that point actually, I was working shifts, so it was even harder. Like I could be working on Saturday and have the like the Monday Tuesday off or something when your mates you work Monday to Friday it just makes things much more difficult yeah um, but yeah I can't think well I, I do know one specific bad argument but I don't really want to think about it now yeah don't really want to put it out there it's not that interesting in my That's opinion fair. we'll save it for when we do a drunk episode of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've done a drunk episode actually. oh yeah we need to do one yeah, at we some will. point yeah so we'll um, we'll have poker night or something and uh, get the mics out have a few <laughs> special guests maybe yes good idea treat the viewers right so I want to get into something I saw on Twitter today okay okay go for it it's a video by a company called Neuralink have you heard of those no is it that thing Elon Musk was so it's it's Elon Musk's company yeah and basically what they do is they they're working on a technology which puts an implant into your skull, connects wires to your brain, mm. and allows you to uh, perform more efficiently. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to show uh, Coops and Harvey the video now, and then when that's finished, we will hear their reaction. That was fucking mental. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I've just seen, yeah, watched half of it earlier, but I turned it off. But after seeing all of it, what? I, yeah. So that's essentially I could be in a fucking coma. Yeah. And play like You could play GTA. Yeah. Like they just need to code it so you can play it. You, they just put this thing into your skull and you can interact. So you could say you could send text messages on some sort of device because you could control what buttons to press and you could communicate with people while in a coma or while paralyzed. It's fucking mental. That's got like recipe for fucking disaster yeah i'm gonna sound like an old bastard here but for things like coma and paralyzed i get why that's great but me personally i wouldn't whilst i'm still a functioning human being i don't think i'd want that that's just gonna make everyone lazy that's gonna be like fucking wally you know the ro- oh. you know the Disney robot film where they're all fat and sitting in chairs. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be literally. Like that. So but, they can but, not move and do ever do fucking work, so, office work from so, a fucking sofa. So Britain's obesity rate will shoot yeah. continue to shoot through the roof. <laughs> kind of reminds me of um, you know Limitless. Yeah. With a pill. Yeah. 
but in sort of like I don't know, like your brain sort of potential, like upgrade your brain's potential or whatever. Yeah. But this has got a recipe for disaster. Imagine if you get you like struck by lightning or something like that. I, I just want just want to say to the the viewers, basically, it's it's a, a thing that you put into your brain. It connects to certain parts of your brain. It picks up signals which your brain is is telling it. And then from there, it allows you to interact with technology. So the chip interacts with your brain and the chip interacts with uh, things like games. And in this video, uh, it was on a monkey and it was playing this game, just thinking about what to do on the screen rather than actually doing it physically. And that's what they're hoping to put into humans in the future. Therefore, allowing people in mm. paralysis and things to do things despite being able to it's like Black Mirror, isn't it? It's mad. Literally, there's a thing in Black Mirror where they have that, you know, they have that contact lens. In the eye, yeah. 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 And they can rewind things. And, yeah. and I've seen in Elon Musk's um, Joe Rogan interview, he says about that, like, you can save moments he and things like that. He's a mad bastard, that Elon. Elon Musk is a mad bastard. Literally. Mad bastard. But that, that is crazy. But yeah, I, I just don't know if that's something I'd personally do. If I'm in a functioning state, <laughs> I like being able to feel things. Like I like doing things. If you know what I mean, I like driving. I don't like the thought of driverless cars or having a car which could drive for me. I like, yeah, but I like physically doing it myself. But just, for someone like in a, like you said, a paralysis, whatever, in a coma or something where they're incapable, it's brilliant. Obviously, it's mad technology. But yeah, there's I don't know. Just, just think, crazy. That is the future, though. Think about the implications. If we can, like, hack shit. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a tech whiz, but I'm just thinking of my imagination here. Yeah. You could, like, imagine, like, launching nukes. From from your disabled think, body. Think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone reprograms the chip, and all you got to do is... Hmm. So Kim Jong-un, yeah. even when he's... Kim Jong-un, even when he's, I don't know, in a coma, could still cause the world... Yeah. Hell of a lot of problems. That monkey we just watched the video of, I said it, yeah, competent on your Twitter thing, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. God, mate, yeah. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. All these monkeys running around with chips in their heads. <laughs> yeah. Controlling our technology. Just think Michael Schumacher could drive a car again. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Too far. <Christ. laughs> Connect it to the that Xbox. Quick. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, too far. Uh, yeah, too far. Anyway, but, it's groundbreaking technology, and uh, I was shocked when I saw it. I couldn't believe it, so I thought I'd uh, show you guys. Anyway, what's your, the... Your, oh, yeah. Your, your new segment. So, the news. Coops and Harvey have both got their own segments, so I thought it was about time that I had one. And um, it's the Weekly Watch, Wedge's Weekly Watch. Now, this week... So, basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Um, cover a film that I've watched this week and then suggest one uh, for you guys to watch and I'll watch it and I'll say my opinion on it the following week. Um, but this week I've watched a film on Netflix called Run. I don't know if you've seen it advertised. No. It's like a, a psychological thriller um, about this girl and her mum and they seem to have a normal relationship at the start. Mm. Um, but it turns out that her mum has been kept keeping her prisoner and giving her like um, pills to make her disabled 
This girl's thought she's disabled naturally her entire life, but she's given her pills to make her be that this way. This film is ringing a bell. Am I talking about it? It's it's not long come out. Um. But anyway, the story unfolds and things, and it turns out that it's not actually her mum. Her her daughter died at childbirth, and she captured this this girl um, in like the, one of those birthing bays sort of thing where they keep the the babies in the hospitals mm. and um her whole life has has been a lie and honestly it is a fucking mental story like it is so so good and i highly recommend anyone watches it what a head twister out of 10 out of 10 i'd give it an 8.5 how high rating for that you. is that is a high rating for me um yeah, for those who don't know, Reggie loves um, loves a bloody film. I do. I do. Massive Love, film loves watcher. A movie night, um, I do. An eight point five. It's a high rating. He doesn't give them out lightly. I do not. <laughs> so I'm going to um, say the film that I'm going to watch next week, but I haven't thought of it yet. So you got any suggestions, guys? I think Ooh. keep it to yourself until next week, and then that way it'll be like like this week. It'll be a surprise. I've got one. Actually no, because I, I want the viewers. I want to say it, so then the viewers can potentially watch it as well and okay. hear my okay. opinion. Um, All right. If you like biopics, so I don't know if anyone's seen *Bohemian Rhapsody* or *Rocket Man*. Yeah. So the Queen and the other Rocket Man. Films. Yeah. Uh, the Dirt. The Dirt. It is a biopic of Motley Crue. You know? Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is it good? It's very good. It took them ten years to make it. Because the um, all the band members couldn't decide on the script. Yeah. Because they were all filled with fucking drugs. Jeez. That they couldn't remember certain aspects of their career. Gosh. So they didn't know how to make how realistic it would be because they couldn't remember parts of their career. <laughs> so it took them ten years to make. I don't know who they are. Who's that? Motley Crue. Never heard of them. Motley Crue. Uh, I think it was like eighties, nineties band. Okay. Rock, rock band. I don't have. America. I don't have a suggestion particularly so feel free to to uh go with that one if you want i can't think of anything off the top that of my head it's got um it's got ozzy osbourne in it not actual ozzy osbourne but it's got someone portraying yeah. ozzy osbourne i'll tell you what and a few other uh, famous musicians I'm, time. I'm gonna trust you and i'll uh i'll give it a watch and i'll review it next week and viewers if you want to give it a watch yourselves and hear my opinion on it then feel free to do so See you uh, next week on. <laughs> on what's it called? Watch of the week. <laughs> watch wedges, of the week. Wedges weekly watch. Wedges weekly watch. Wedges weekly watch. Yeah, one of those two. Does that bring us swiftly on to to your topic? Does it your your segment? Harvey's health. Harvey's health. We got anything else to discuss before we go? I personally do not. No. Okay. Um... Basically, I can't be asked this week. Um, I've, give, I've given advice. You've given two bit what? Three episodes. Three, okay, three weeks advice. of advice, and he can't be asked. And I'm just stuck at the minute, so Fair I'm enough. just going to simply go fucking drink more water. Yes. Why not? Drink. Say the recommended amount per day. I don't know what it is. Two liters. I think it is two liters. Two liters. I thought you're a health professional. Yeah. <laughs> Hardly a health professional. <laughs> um, I don't know. Start your day. Okay. Start your day with a glass of water before you have coffee. Before, if you're James, have a cigarette. Uh, before you have. <laughs> yeah. Before you have juice. Before you have breakfast. Before you have tea, have a glass of water. 
because it does something, neutralizes the toxins in your body from the day before. Brilliant. Something like that. Best bit of advice from Harvey's health. I'm We're going to finish this up now, and Harvey himself is going to go smash a vape. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> killing his lungs. Yeah. <laughs> so, listen to this man. But listen it doesn't to matter because I'm going to have a glass of water tomorrow morning. Oh, so that, oh, yeah, okay. That makes the vape therefore redundant. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd um, have known? Don't take this advice literally for this week. I just. Well, drinking, well, no, drinking water is pretty solid. Kill anyone. Yeah, yeah, drinking water is solid advice. Um, <laughs> Let's just end it there. Yeah. Let's end it there. Thank I you. Can't be Thanks for listening. If Goodbye. you've got any dilemmas or topics you want to send in, you know where to do. Do so on our Instagram. Cheers. <laughs>